to hear may not be suitable for some. Listener discretion advised. All right now, boys and girls, we want to introduce... Please allow me to adjust my pants. Listen to me. Run, run as fast as you can. Get ready for BAM Radio. Let me do it one more time. Is Radio BAM? Fucking idiot. What the hell am I talking about? It's Radio BAM! And now, and now here's BAM. Here's BAM! Alright, I'm here with Shauna. She, uh, what do you call yourself for Jagged? I'm talent coordinator for Jagged. Well, BAM BAM's babysitter. Yeah, and, and there could be like three hot ass dudes sitting here and she won't give a flying fuck but if, as soon as a big black dick comes by <laughs> she wants it why is that Sam, i think that's something you just convinced yourself of no since i you know never found you attractive who are you dating right now i'm not dating anyone right now i'm very single well who was the last the person you fucked oh uh, I, I can't remember it's yeah, been a while yeah right you know right now no, i can't remember yes you do no, I really don't. You're addicted to big black dicks. <laughs> addicted. <laughs> you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are. No. Yeah. I think it's so strange. It really bothers you, I think. Yeah, because, like, there's nothing I can do. What? Why does it bother you so much? Um, because I know that there's nothing I can do. You're at the point of no return. <laughs> Can't help you now. <laughs> Why are you dating anybody? Um, I think it's because the men in LA really suck. If I came to Westchester, I could probably find a nice Westchester. Yeah, big time. Cop, yeah. You know, settle down. Yeah. Go to kill bears with them every night. Yeah, I, I love Westchester. Yeah. I need to go home and feed my kitties. You miss your kitties? I do. I have a really cute picture of you and your kitties I should give you. I favor the one though so Which much. One? Mischief. Mouse because he's the gray kitty and he's way more nicer. Well, are you maybe because you're nicer than him? No, trouble. He he's just like. Wait, how many cats are there? There's two, There's two cats. And you favor one over the other? Big time. That's shitty. I'll I'll feed him a full meal and I'll give him trouble, just a medium amount. You starve him? I don't starve. You feed one more than the other? <laughs> Did your mom do that to you and your brother? No, it's just a mischief. Like he'll jump up on me, like when I'm like editing or something. And I'm like, mm, I love you, kitty. And uh, then I'll go feed him, and then Trouble's like just like wants to be on his own. I'm like, you're getting half of me, old fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so you need the attention, huh? And Darvis, what's Satan doing right now? I don't know. Is this recorded? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Satan's getting ready for a big date. He says. <laughs> Will, I can't right. believe you took such offense to. But look though, he's I really he's, pissed Will off. He's looking pretty tan and shit. Yeah, and Will he, looks he hot. Lost, you lost like twenty pounds, didn't you? Uh, no. It looks no. like it. No, I'm pretty sure that's inaccurate. Why? Why do you think that? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't done anything. Lose twenty pounds unless it's stress. Maybe it's because you're tan, and tan makes you look better. How did I get tan? I I live in a. You're really tan. Cinder block building. If I came across like sunset tan or something like that, I probably would have like spray tanned my legs when I knew that I was going to this jackass bit yes, with my with my fucking pants off. And I never do that. Like Steve O could wear a thong 
and Pontius can wear a thong and everything's fine and they're just cool with it. But like with me, it's weird. Dave looked really good yesterday too with his pants off. What do you mean? And his thong, Dave England. What? Do you, why do you say that? Because I was, I was sitting there looking at the line of guys and I was like. <laughs> Who looks good? What do you, did I look medium? Medium. No, I told you you're better with your shirt off, pants on. Yeah, no, I. That's like your I hot have look. legs. Like my legs have never seen the light of day. I'm going to spray tan at six. You are? Mm -hmm. You you're doing that? Mm -hmm. Where? Right down the street. Makeup Mandy's. What about Sunset Tan? They have a show. I know they have a show. I'm just going to make up Mandy because they have a, see, a deal for 25 bucks. Did you ever see that show? Mm-hmm. This I, is I, I, I've seen like 10 minutes of it, but it's so ridiculous because they're like stressing like, we need to get this tanning bed washed because we have an appointment coming in and you know, like they're making a big deal out of nothing. Dramatic like, music. Yeah, it's, it's so dramatic. It's so dramatic and, and... Oh no, we have a tuner. If you think about it, it's not that big of a deal. Like, all you need to do is clean a tanning bed all quick, and like, there's too many tanning beds to keep cleaning. <laughs> you know, and they're, and they're all stressing about it. Do you watch TV Bam? No. You don't watch it? No. You catch little things here and there, it seems like, but. I don't watch any shows or anything. I, I'll watch, like, I'll go to the movies and shit here and there, like, maybe, like, once a month. What's the last movie you saw? Born Automatum. Was it? Oh, you maybe told me that. Did you like P it? Pretty rad. Did you see the other one? Like the yeah. The second I, one? I like the second one the best. But did you see The Departed? Yeah, I did. I thought that was awesome. It that was. was really awesome. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. That's about the last good movie I saw. There's no like TV show that you try to watch because you like no, it. No, no, no. Missy's like addicted to this uh, show called The L Word. And, yeah, she likes and this girl had all this pretty hair one time, and she's like, I like her. I'm like, well, would you let out with her? She's like, yeah, that's the only girl that I would ever, ever let out with. I'm like, well, I'm going to find out who she is. <laughs> turns out she's from fucking Springfield, Pennsylvania, where Missy grew up. And and the, the, strange, fate. the strangest thing ever is, is that uh, the girl is related to Gwyneth Paltrow in, in like some strange way and that's who Missy's parents bought the house from. That's it's, too much of a circle. Yeah, it's fate. I want to do more research. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. I really do. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound bad. Alright, well fuck it. Right now I'm going to play Children of Bodom and that's it's called Needle 24-7 on Radio Bam Series 28 Faction.
Spotify kids, strap yourselves in and lace up those shoes because you're listening to Radio Band on Sirius 28 Fashion. Actually, after like two hours, I started to feel comfortable, like in a thong, like in an army thong. You walked across the street in it. Yeah, because I, I stopped giving a shit. <laughs> he all of a sudden, bam, just crossed the street and went to the store in his, like, army hat, t-shirt, and little camel thong. But at the time, like, Cossack was filming, and and he was like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's no big deal because you just saw, like, 20 dudes in thongs, like, but to the lady in the grocery store, she probably thought of And it didn't phase her, huh? She's, no. She was like, what the fuck? going on right now like she, she didn't know what, the best part about it was I stopped traffic and uh and those three cars were probably like what the hell what is the going hell? on why is this dude like naked from the waist down <laughs> <laughs> was that uh was that close to Paramount no uh, it's up on Sunset cause if it was close to like you know a movie studio you'd figure that people were walking in in alien outfits and all kinds of stuff no all the time. it's more like crackhead corner over there so you're oh, used to like some oh. crackheads walking in I was in. in a fucking pigeon outfit for the new Activision commercial and uh there's glue all over my neck it was the most uncomfortable I've been probably in the past year and a half <laughs> and uh every time I wanted to freak out uh I I realized that like Rodney Mullen, Tony Hawk, and uh, Ryan Sheckler were in the same outfit. So yeah. I just kept my cool, but it was like nine in the morning till seven at night with this fucking pigeon <laughs> outfit. <laughs> yeah, it sucked so bad. I still have glue in my hair from from the outfit. How were you outside, Jill? Um, or inside? No, it was, it was a green screen. Yeah. But uh, how long ago was that? That was two days ago. Every time, I wanted, every time I wanted to freak out. You know what? It's like the director is like, he's like giving me lines to say at the time. He didn't give me an actual piece of paper to look at. Like he was just feeding me lines. And he said this one thing. He actually said, freak-tastic. Freak-tastic? I was like, he's like, that dude's a freak. I'm like, I'm looking at the green screen. I'm like, that dude's a freak. And then he's like, that dude's freak-tastic. I'm like, no. <laughs> you know? And, and Rodney Mullen was saying, like, everything. Because he, he doesn't... I mean, he doesn't know. He doesn't do many commercials. Yeah. But, like, but I know. I've done so many that, like, you don't have to say everything that the director says. If you said freak-tastic in a commercial, I would Yeah, and if die. They, what if they used it? When I'm sitting home and you're just watching TV oh, man, and Sam goes, that's freak-tastic. You would call me up on a random oh, Monday and bust on me. They're like, what? That's freak-tastic. I'm, Bar I'm Bam Margera, and that's freak-tastic. So, uh, Rodney Mullen or uh, Daywon Song? Who's better? Yeah. Uh, well, they're both great, but I would have to say Rodney Mullen just because he invented everything. Yeah. Like, he invented probably 30 skate tricks. And, and like, random shit, like a kickflip. You know, like, yeah. Rodney Mullen did it first. He did an Ollie Impossible first. He did a Flip Impossible. Like, Both those guys are amazing to watch. Day one's fucking amazing. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. You, you can't even... They're using their feet like hands. You can't even pick. You really can't. Like, they're both just so good. Like, it just all really depends on... Who's, who's doing what? 
and and Rodney Mullen lives in Dave England's town. In Ojai? Yeah. He does? And he said that, he said that, and I've been there once, and it was four, the day before that? four days ago. I'm like, where do you live? He's, and he said it again. I'm like, I was just there two days ago. I'm like, Dave England has a mini ramp. We were filming up there. He's like, you heard that? I'm like, why would you live there? He's like, because my wife's a hippie, and she just likes to you know, live in the middle of nowhere. I'm like, it's so weird. Like, how... How does he accomplish what he does, and what fucking filmers is going to go there and, and film I don't it? think he likes doing that stuff anymore. I don't what think he likes being in front of the camera. Who, Ronnie Mullen? Yeah. I don't... I, I didn't ask him that. I, I mean, I heard that, that he's just like, you know... He's kind of done with all that. Well, you know what? He's been skating switch stands for the past month every day and he won't skate regular because he doesn't want to have a stance. Isn't that crazy? Like, usually when you step on a skateboard, you know what stance you are. You're either regular or groovy footed and he doesn't want to have a stance. He wants to just, if he grabs the board with his left hand, he's regular footed. If he grabs the board with his right hand, he's groovy footed. Like, he just wants to grab the board and just go and be good both ways. Like, he's at that level right now. Are you regular or goofy? I'm goofy. But it's weird because I could ollie higher switch stands than regular right now. Probably because I've been trying shit switch stands more these days. But... Did you have fun skating Jay's ramp? That was a fun ramp. I love mini ramps. Like, like I, I truly have fun, but when, when I'm jumping down, like, 15 stairs, like trying to trick for one hour and I'm like wrecking my feet and knees and I mean it's so rewarding when you land it like mm -hmm. it's like fuck yeah I fucking did it you know but but all in all you, you go home and you wake up and you fucking hurt like, like right now I hyperextended my elbow and it hurts so fucking bad your left elbow or your right elbow this one and I just ignore it because if you if you ignore it, I mean you're, away, you're right? fine. But if you think about it. But I mean, like, like wrists. Wrists cracks every time you do that. Yeah, and legs, and I have 16 staples in my fucking head. How'd you get those? Uh, the Bloodhound Gang asked me to be on their MTV Cribs, and I agreed. And uh, I drove the banana car in their video. So like, why don't you drive the banana car into the moat? It's a six foot drop. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna get wrecked. So I drove it off, landed into the moat, didn't get wrecked at all, like I was fine. So then I got all hyper real quick and I did a gainer into the fucking, uh, into the water that, that evil Jared Hasloff said was seven feet and it was only two feet. Oh. So I did a gainer and I didn't do a full flip. I landed on my head two feet in the rocky water and, and I split my head open and I got rushed to the fucking Pottstown Hospital, which is like the shittiest doctors in the world. I said, I think my neck might be broken and, and I have like a big gash in my head. They did a CAT scan and they were like, your neck's fine so you're good to go. I'm like, I'm good to go? I'm like, well, what about my head? They're like, well, what happened to your head? I'm like, I 
I have a fucking huge gash on it. And then when I showed them, they, they actually said, oh my god. They are like, oh my god. Oh, like, doctors aren't supposed to say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah, not good. They're supposed to keep their cool the whole yeah, time. Yeah, totally. They're not supposed to say, uh, oh my god, like, or yeah. oops. But the, the main reason why I, was, why I was going to the hospital in the first place was because I had a fucking huge gash in my head. Like, my neck hurt too, but, but the, all they did was have an x-ray and see if my neck was broken. And, and it wasn't, thank God, but... What was your worst injury ever? Worst ever? Um, which was the scariest? And then which one, like, was the worst actually, to your body? breaking your tailbone sucks. Yes. Real bad. And, you, and, and when it did was, you break your butt? Wasn't it on the movie? I was filming jackets. Yeah. In February. What were we doing? In Pennsylvania, doing these bucket cars. Right. And, uh, and I snapped it. Went to the hospital. Got an x-ray of, like, my pelvis. And the next thing you know, my dick is on fucking MTV <laughs> in February, looking smaller than ever. <laughs> and, 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 and I had to fly home from Tampa. It was like a two-hour flight, and I'm sitting, like, sideways. Because I can't sit down. Because, like, if you, if you break your tailbone, you can only, like, lay down on your stomach and feel pretty all right. But That's it. Everything, Other, everything else, you put pressure even, on. Even walking sucks. So it's a Breaking a rib sucks too. I broke a rib in uh, in Australia. I did a front flip into this uh, water and I, I over rotated, broke broke my rib. And you can't put an ace bandage around it. You can't. Yeah, there's no cast. There's, there's nothing, nothing you can do. You just have to power it out. <laughs> you don't want to lay on your stomach on that one, or on your back. Even like. If, if you like take a deep breath like like um, that like it hurts yeah it just has to heal itself yeah yeah, yeah. you can't do anything like an ace bandage won't do it ice won't do it you just need to like let your body heal itself that sucks I ripped my liver too in Kentucky and uh <laughs> man that wasn't that, that recent? yeah how did that happen? It sucks so bad, that, and they told me they're like, "We can't let you leave this hospital until we figure out uh, if if your body's healing itself." How do you rip your fucking liver? I fell so hard, I fell from 14 feet in the air on an oververt concrete uh, bowl, and it was nighttime, and I wanted to I wanted to skate it before I did a demo in front of 5,000 people. Uh -huh. I was like, I'm not gonna just show up and do a demo in Kentucky on this fucking concrete course that I never even skated. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll skate it at midnight, I don't care. I just wanna know what it's like. Mm -hmm. So I did it, and then uh, <laughs> dropped in on this like 10 foot bowl, oververt, right to my fucking face, and uh, I knocked myself out, and it was so bad that like, I was trying to breathe and I couldn't. I was like, uh, <laughs> shit. Do you spit up blood and stuff? Uh, I didn't spit up blood, but uh, I was really trying to breathe and I couldn't. And uh, I was seeing so many stars. Like you always see cartoons and shit, and they have stars. Like when they knock themselves out, like I saw you fucking really saw stars. Them? I felt like the the ground was like a foot away from my face, oh. and I was like trying to. I'm like, get me to the hospital. I don't feel right. I don't feel right at all. And uh, went to the hospital. I went to the children's hospital. And uh, they shipped me over to the other hospital. They knew who I was right away. And uh, 
they took. You went to the children's hospital. I was just like, I, I didn't know. I was just like, I just saw hospital. I was like, I don't you care. They, did they take time. you in? Mm -hmm. But they wheeled me into the other hospital. Ah. Which was better because I didn't have to wait in any line. I was already in the clear. That's awesome. Yeah, but Missy stayed there for three days, just sitting there doing nothing. I was on like morphine and all this shit, so I was just totally happy being where I was. But like, she was just sitting there on nothing. Like, just, just taking care of you? Right. That's so sweet. Then I had to take a private jet home for $10,000 uh, from Kentucky to Philadelphia just because I couldn't walk through the airport because I was so muffed up. Wow. But the doctor said that my body was like healing itself, so so uh, I didn't have to get surgery. And you're better now? Yeah, I'm better on that. And then I go to fucking Hawaii with the Element Tour and I skate with this legend dude named Jeff Hartzell and I took a puff of this weed that he always smokes and he shreds his ramp and I don't usually smoke weed but I did and I knocked myself out again <laughs> fucking hell and then I hyperextended my arm and that's why it hurts you <laughs> shot but I did I, I, I would have been better off breaking it but Instead, I ripped nine ligaments Ugh. in my arm. If you broke it, you could have just put a cast on it. It got yeah. better. If you break a bone, it sounds gnarlier. Like, it, yeah, yeah, I broke a bone. Or, or I ripped a tendon. Like, ripping a tendon doesn't sound cool, but ripping a tendon hurts way worse than ripping, than breaking your fucking arm. It probably takes longer to heal. It does, yeah. It's been a month and a half. It's still not right. I still can't really make it go straight. I've been seeing a chiropractor, he's been like rubbing my muscles in the place. But all in all, when I wake up, I'm just like hurting in general. That blows. Yeah. Booze makes you feel better. Booze makes everything feel better. I think we need another refills, don't we? Yeah, where is the dude? Shauna, let's hear a song. Let's play the Bloodhound game. Yeah, we talked yeah. about injuries and they fucked you up. They're awesome, man. You'll like this. This is called "Sex on the Beach at Night." It's their new hit. It's not even on the album, but it's on my compilation, Viva the Bands, Volume Two, Radio Band Series Twenty Eight Factory. <laughs> We're going hot right now. Oh, oh, stop! Run for your life. Look what we found in Don Vito's ass. This is Radio Band, baby. On Faction Twenty Eight. What do you do? You just record yourself all day long. I talk, Lulu, I'm Bam. And then just pick a song whenever you feel like, and then when you play the show, you play the songs for Yeah. yeah. Do you have okay. a limit of what songs you can or can't play? No, I can play anything. Yeah. Anything we can get our hands on. That's awesome. And the best part is, like, it, it, it helps me out. Like, I just said like right there. When I listen to myself again, I'm like, you just said like and um way too much. Makes you a better speaker. It does. Do you listen to every show? Not every, I've done 300 already, so uh, maybe 120 or something. Steve should do a show, he can knock out like 50 shows in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one sitting, he can knock out a year. Yeah, you got a show. year show right there. Sometimes when I'm talking to somebody though, uh, like at the airport or whatever, like I almost wish that I had it on record. Yeah. Because somebody would appreciate hearing is it. Is it a special thing you can't carry around like a digital recorder with you? I can. Bam and loses everything. I yeah. was told before I met Bam, 
don't, don't give, give him anything, he will lose it within an hour. <laughs> you want to ask me how many times you dropped his phone yesterday? Uh, yeah, you saved me. All day. I remember. All day. There's three times where I dropped my phone and walked off and then you came and gave it. And in the morning, I looked for my fucking phone for like an hour and I'm like, God damn it, I lost my phone again. This is the eighth time in one year. Mm -hmm. And it's a $300 Blackberry. I have to keep buying a new one. New ones? And then reprogramming in the phone numbers. It's such a pain in the ass. I feel like my life is over when, when I lose my phone. Done. I feel like my life is over. Because I know that you're trying to like text me saying like your Get flight's up, here. I need you. A yeah, and and I'm just fucked. Not to be mean, like I I'd feel bad for you if you lost your phone, but it's really like partially just me. You know, if you guys don't have your phones, I'm fucked. Yeah. Banging on doors, calling hotel rooms. Losing your phone is the worst thing ever. Sucks. Not to mention, like, I, I program everybody's number and it's something else. But, Some like, whole other name. Like, Do I have a good name in there? It probably says Shauna. It's just Shauna. Yeah. Well, why don't I have a good name? But, like, I can't put Johnny Knoxville in it. No. I'll put, like, it, it's actually JKJ because I was drunk when I wrote it. That's an easy one. Yeah. Antonio Argus. Well, that's Birdman. That's kind of easy. That's. But like I, I like, I talk to Jared Leto all the time, and oh, he dude, he's down at our studio right now. What do you mean? He's down at our studio. He's filming in Greenland right now. Oh well, his band is down at our studio. I mean, no, the whole the friends. whole band is filming a video in Greenland. Nope. What? I don't know. All I know is that today and tomorrow they have Tom Brooks <laughs> in our studio. Well, this was two days ago, so Should maybe. But but he said he was he was in Copenhagen on his way to Greenland to film a video. Maybe they shot. Yeah, well, it only takes two days to yeah. do a video, but I mean they could be here. What's the last video you directed, Bam? That I did. Mm -hmm. Um. I know you did the movie, but. Let me think. Uh, it was Viking Skull. What's that? Uh, they're from England and uh, they're pretty fucking rad and and. My brother did the uh, drum tracks on the whole album. Really? Yeah, so, but I own all the equipment, you know, like I own the dolly, I own the video camera, I own the editing equipment, so technically it would cost in Los Angeles $60,000, but they only had to pay $16,000. Pretty good. And they get the one yeah. and only big and, money. And I, I don't charge for directing or editing or anything, like, I just like... I like helping out a band that I like hearing their music, you know. Want to play some Black and Skull? Yeah, fuck yeah. Black and Sunrise. Radio Bam, Cheers 28 Fast. <laughs>
It's Radio Bam. Turn it up. This is Brandon. You know, do that voice you do. I don't fucking do that. This is Radio Bam Series 28 Faction. Famous people dicks are just dirty. <laughs> it's kind of true. I know. Except for yours, Bam. I'm sure yours isn't. Well, I only home 30 people. I am. And you know all their names. Yeah, I wrote them down one day. And now you're married, so you've been clean for at least a year. Yeah, but I had to know. Because, like, I really started... Did you keep a tally along the whole way, or did you, like, wake up one morning and you're like, I gotta think of everybody else? I woke up one morning and I thought about it. I'm like, who the fuck did I fuck? And you remembered everyone? You yeah, sure there's not a slip-in somewhere? No, and I liked all of them, except for one. In, <laughs> in Arizona, I blacked out. And I, I love you! Yeah, I woke up to this girl, and she was just going, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. I woke up, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I freaked out, and uh, it was it was pretty much a disaster. <laughs> See, that's why I don't sleep around too much, because I have I get the lovely stories and sometimes videos hanging out with you guys. What do you mean videos? Well, Steve-O, oh my God, when I first met Steve-O, all I did was watch his quickie, his quick time videos. Of, of him fucking? Mm-hmm. Well, what'd you say? Fucking. They would show me all kinds of stuff. Were they hot? Some. How does Steve-O get hot chicks? That's that's what I want. Steve-O's so sweet. And yeah, he's but, famous. But he's hell on earth. He is hell on earth. He is hell on earth. But he's actually, when he likes a girl, he loves them. And I know. he treats girls really, really he's well. He's in love the minute he meets them. The second. He it's loves pretty, them. It's pretty crazy. He falls in love in a heartbeat. Like some girl coming right now that's kind of pretty and like... He'll connect oh, with him real baby, fast. I love you. And he'll just say how much he loves them. But he and really, truly does. He does. At the time. moment. Yeah, he loves them right that, back. Then two days later, he realizes that he's not for her and she sucks and all this shit. I have to say that about all you guys, though. Out of all the chicks I've seen come through, you've all always been respectful to women. Like, I've never seen a girl get disrespected or treated shitty. Or, yeah. Yeah. Well, the the more you don't want it, the more you can get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's true. Like, I'm simply happy being here, sipping on a beer, smoking a cigarette, and like being alone. And that's when girls want to come up and start talking. You know? And and then you don't want it, but they then they want it even more. It's crazy. You always want what you can't have. Exactly. True. I'm completely unavailable. You? Yeah. I hate women. <laughs> <laughs> I want nothing to do Your phone's going to start blowing up right now, Will. Yeah. But but girls can see right through it, though, if, yeah, if, if yeah, you're real true. or not. Like, like, you can fake sit here and fake smoke a cigarette and fake drink a beer and act like you don't care. But all in all, you, you can kind of see right through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And where I am, I, I'm actually pretty happy with not being with anybody. Yeah, but I, I'd rather hang out here with you guys than like. Well, no, nah, I'd rather be with a supermodel. Never mind. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> Forget about it. Fuck <laughs> that. Fuck that. Yeah, they have their problems too. That's the kind of problems I want. <laughs> I want my, I want Not my, problem. I want my clutch burned out in my Lamborghini. I want to have. That's the thing. Like if I, if, <laughs> if I go to radar pictures and tell everybody to fuck off, like 
they know that I have two Lamborghinis fully paid for and seven other cars and then a fully paid for house. Like, they know that I'm dead serious. Like, if I had nothing and I was like making payments on something, like, and, uh, and I said to fuck off, they'd be like, well, you don't have anything. Like, <laughs> you know, but they, yeah. they saw, I really went in the radar, like, hoping that they would tell me to fuck off and, and it didn't work. Like, they were like, yeah, mo all three movies are getting done right now. Like, well, I'm sick of flying to fucking Los Angeles. It's been my fifth time here, and we keep having these fucking meetings. Are we doing it or not? You know, and then it, it wound, wound up working it. You always want what you can't have. So. And have what you don't want. I'm playing a song. What one? I'm going to play a song from the Beatles Bands, Volume 2. Awesome. Let's play Melody Club. They're from Sweden. Yeah, I yeah. like them. Cool. I actually told them, I, I told the singer from Melody Club during a festival, I said, my friend's on heroin. <laughs> I'm like, Novak's on heroin. And uh, he said if he was ever going to start doing it again, that he would play, uh, that he would listen to Baby because it's relaxing. And he was like, uh, thanks, I guess. <laughs> he didn't know what to say. But... It is a good fucking song, I do. And I say it. Uh, Radio Band, Series 28th Action. There you go.
action, baby. Now back to Radio Bell. Do a lot of people listen to your radio show? Yeah. Do you have a favorite fan? I don't know. I don't. Do you know your fans? No. You're nice to your fans, though, but you don't know. You don't have like a president of your fan club. I try to be nice to everybody. Can I be the president of your fan club, Bam? Yeah. Well, you With my big cardigram. You probably never even heard it. Your fan club? It's just basically us talking and people want to listen to it. What, your radio show? I never heard your radio show. Alright, just hang out and chat. It's actually... I've seen your radio room, though. Yeah. Actually, Rick Kostick and I snuck in there and took a bunch of pictures like we were on the radio. Put on the headphones and sat behind the mic. Yeah. So, pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I, I live in the woods. I have 14 acres. I have, like, a fucking big-ass house where I can't even, like, spend a lot of time in most of the rooms. Meanwhile, like, Steve-O is renting an apartment in L.A. Four apartments, be fair. Four apartments in L.A., and it's like, he doesn't own it. Like, when he's done, he's just fucked. His apartments are pretty rad, though. And he's been there forever. I don't yeah, think but, he'll ever leave. But all in all, well... They kicked everyone out and redid the apartments and let Steve-O stay. I have the best situation ever because, like, Phil handles my money, and, and he doesn't want anything. I bought him a Cadillac Escalade for his birthday, and uh, he was totally happy with his van. He's like, I, I like my Chevy van. I'm like, no, you're going to have an Escalade, you know? Then he got it, and he liked it. Yeah. But he didn't know, you know? He just likes Elvis memorabilia, that's it. He's obviously been to Graceland. Yeah. 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 I heard Knoxville only wanted a gay dude. To it be was a, me. It wasn't Knoxville. To be his, his assistant. Knoxville had an assistant and it wasn't working out. And I had to hire people and I did like a round of interviews. But why did he want only it a wasn't gay him. guy? It was me that wanted the gay guy. But why? Because I felt like I was watching Entourage and um, Ari on Entourage. His assistant is this Honorage. guy Lloyd. And he's this gayian. And he's Gaijin? fucking awesome. And I was like, that's what we need. We need a gayian. So I sent out an email saying, I'm looking for a Lloyd. If you're not Gaijin or gay, please don't apply. And um, people started sending me emails. Like, I sent it to all like, you know, MTV execs and people like that. And they started sending me emails like, I have your Lloyd. I have your Lloyd. And we interviewed like a bunch of gay guys. And it was Did fun. You like him? Yeah, Dennis is great. What's up with uh, Luke Wilson not talking to Knoxville anymore? He hasn't talked to him anymore. Why not? Well, I think they still love each other, but the, well, the practical joke, I guess, just what happened? over it. The last practical joke was a, an airplane. There was some beach party out in Malibu, and it was hosted by Luke. Apparently, Luke wasn't even there, but it was hosted by Luke. So Knoxville hired a plane, you know, the beach planes that go with yeah. the banners. And the beach plane came by, and it said Luke Wilson's cell phone number is 310, whatever, and then... Uh, we actually sent Nate out there to film it, and Nate filmed it, and you see all the people like picking up their phones and dialing, and they're like, oh shit, it's really Luke, and he had to change so, his number. And so Luke's just at his wits end. I think that was it. That was the last one. He needed a little break. I went to the jackass office at Paramount, and uh, and I was like taking a piss in the bathroom, and I realized that the uh, toilet paper said, 
that had Luke Wilson's face on it and it said the saddest Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're all good now though. Like, they love Knoxville, Knoxville's just been fucking with them. Why? For, I mean, what's just for fun? They're friends. Like it's just like messing with one of your buddies. And, yeah. <laughs> and they they play around. I can and, see and, that. Yeah, it's you know, fun. Like, yeah. It's fun, and, and I don't know Luke well at all. Does it respond? Does it? He laughs. Like, he gets giggles. Like, but he doesn't try to do anything to Knoxville. Well, it becomes unfunny when you like can. your brother is trying to kill himself. Yeah. You know? Like yeah. you can't well, fly airplanes around saying like Luke Wilson's number is yeah yeah whatever. And he didn't, you know, this has been, it stopped for weeks already. Owen Wilson did crystal meth and fucking... Is that what they said? Oxycontin. Oxycontin makes you want to kill yourself, right? basically heroin. Crystal meth and oxycontin. Oh, rich people do better drugs than that. I did meth once in Finland by an accident. I thought it was coke, but it wasn't. And uh, I did it, I was up for like two fucking days. I think that sounds horrible. Yeah, but all in all... It, it, it just sucks being awake at five in the morning, like wide awake, Yeah. when there's nobody around. Yeah. You know? That sounds awful. Yeah. Not for me. I'm glad I did it though. I only did it once. But I guess it's good to experience stuff, but. Try things. I, I just like to be in control, you know? Like, I used to black out all the time. Like and people would tell me what I what I did and I'd be like, no, I didn't. Like two nights ago, I just pissed the bed. I pissed all over the floor. And uh, <laughs> well, maybe I should stop talking. About it. <laughs> Let's play a song. Wait, you what? know what song got you really psyched the other night? Which one? Before you, I guess, blacked out and pissed the bed. <laughs> like the Burgundy Room, it was pretty mellow, and then Turbo Negro. Yeah. Do ya, do ya, do ya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I uh, do. Turbo Negro, do you want destruction? This is retox, not detox. Radio Bam Series 28 Faction, fuck yeah. <laughs>
fuck you say? Is it serious? Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. 28. Faction. Uh, you know what's funny? Like, like, Happy Tom, he goes to uh, my brother when they were doing a tour in Norway with CKY, and he's like, I think, uh, I think your brother's out of control. I mean, <laughs> and uh, he needs to go to rehab and all this stuff. And it's like, you dudes are fucking hell. What are you talking about? He like, said that about you. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like. I'm were you pretty, out of control in Norway? Uh, well, every time I'm with him, I'm pretty. But out those of guys, I mean, you can't go to Norway and be fucking totally out of control, bam. Like, last time I went to Norway, I think it was a five-day bender. Like, and that's not really like me at all, but you just get there and it stays light or gets dark or, you know. Well, when I was with him, uh, <laughs> this lady comes up and says, uh, excuse me, you need to go into uh, your, your room because uh, Chris Cornell's coming through. I'm like, what the fuck is shit, you know? And then I look over, I'm like, there's ten feet, he can walk right through. She's like... But he doesn't want to make eye contact with anybody else. So I kicked his door open and I said, where the fuck is this motherfucking package? <laughs> and I, I saw him and I was like, fucking black hole sucky shit club. Like, you, you come in from Seattle to Norway when everybody wants to see Turbo Negro in the first place because that's where they're from. And then you dare say that you don't want to make eye contact with anybody. So then uh, I got thrown out and then... Uh, the best part about it was I got on a flight and uh, Missy was 1A and I was 3C and we couldn't even sit next to each other and I was sitting next to Chris Cornell <laughs> and I said I was like dude I was like it happened to me before security you know they, they said everybody clear the way Bear Margera's coming through I'm like dude shut the fuck up you, you make me sound like an asshole like so it might have been them. So I told him that, and and he was like, "Yeah, it's probably the security, you know." Like, but yeah, sure. <laughs> even, even if it wasn't, yeah, right. I already threw him under the bus so bad. Plus, we had to sit next to each other for two hours. So uh, we actually ended up making friends. What's the most? Uh, I mean, yeah, you'd never tell security I won't make eye contact. But I mean, is there any? Well, what's the most rock star thing that you do? I was at uh, what's called City City Walk or something. Yeah, Universal. Yeah, City exactly. Walk? Yeah, I was staying there because uh, the Beagle Band office was right. Beagle Band office was right around there. So I went to City Walk with Ryan Dunn. He's like, "Let's just walk around back." I'm like, "Nah, let's just walk to the mall. Fuck it." And he's like, "God damn it." We're gonna get mobbed, you know. Like, no, we're not. And then we ended up getting fucking mobbed. And the security of the mall, <clears throat> they're like, we'll, "We'll escort you to the hotel." And they, he was seriously like, "Everybody, clear the way. Van Marjorie's coming through." Like, and I, and it was he made it even worse, you know. Yeah. Why did he say your name? Right, he just didn't know any better. <laughs> so Dunn was even more fed up. <laughs> I think that would really piss Dunn off. Yeah, because he, he just likes to be at a dive Mellow, bar. yeah. And and not do anything. Like, just be cool. Yeah, he, he doesn't want to talk to anybody new. I thought Dunn's acting was really good in your movie. Yeah. And I was talking to somebody the other day that saw Dunn in um, Rob Dyrdek's new movie, and they said he was really good in that, too. 
Is that out yet? No. They Which saw movie? a screening of it. And Rob Dyrdek has a new skateboarding movie. Wow. And they went to the screening and they said, oh, Ryan Dunn's really good. Isn't it funny how long it takes? To make, how long did it take you to make me now? <sighs> Three, four months. But, uh, I mean, we are finished in, like, the end of April. And you still need to promote it, put it out, and, put, and edit it. And it won't be out until fucking Christmas. Wow. But that's like everything. Yeah. And when we started shooting Jackass in January and it came out yeah, in September like, and that was rushed. Yeah, right now we're doing Jackass 2.5. What's today's date? This will come out faster. But today when, is August 31st. August 31st and it won't be out until Christmas. Christmas. So, I mean, that's kind of a long time. Yeah. It's long did it take you four months when you turn the movie, when you turn the cameras on, or four months like when you started writing it? Four months in general. Uh, me and Mike Nutt were editing it at my house, and he was he was living at my house because uh, he, he lives kind of near New York, so uh, he, he basically had to have his own room at the house, so we just been powering it out, and I couldn't be more happy. Like, I'm in full-blown control with, like, editing, directing, I, I'm in it, you know, like, it's just, I, I don't know if I could do an MTV show ever again, because, like, there's so many people on MTV, for instance, that, uh, that are just, like, they need to prove that their jobs are worthy, and they, they say... We looked it up on the internet, and uh, Pennsylvania laws say that you have to wear your seatbelt. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to wear one. They're like, well, you have to. And I'm like, I've done 45 fucking Viva La Bam episodes, like, rocking out in the car without a seatbelt on, and now you're telling me that I need to wear one? Like, well, looks like we're not filming in the car anymore. And then they, they just, like, skipped it, but... They just there's a lot you of people get, that yeah, that's, that, that's why uh, 99% of movies suck nowadays because it's all done by committee. You got 100 people sitting around a boardroom instead of somebody like you. Know, well, I mean, if you're Martin Scorsese or something, you can just you can control your shit. You know, I mean, you can make the movie you want to make. Right. But anybody else is like a bunch of people sitting around. You need one person with one vision making something that they want to make. That's right. the way to do something. You know. It just kind of sucks when there's like 10 to 15 people that are there that don't need to be there and they have to prove that their job is worthy. Oh, dude, they were shooting a, a car commercial over at the uh, uh, Faction Studios the other day. And um, it was like, uh, you know, oh, we need this green cable move. Oh, I'm the guy who moves the red cable. So yeah. I can't touch the green cable. Yeah. Crazy. But That's like, a union ship. All in all, like, you can move everything. If you're, and plus it's just one person, not seven. Yeah. You know? And and I, I see right through it. And thank God in Westchester, we don't need to deal with union bullshit. But in Philadelphia, if you film, there's union dudes that show up and, and they try to like cancel your, your uh, shooting, your whole shooting thing because it's not union. If they tried to do that in Westchester, I'd be like, Go fuck yourself. Like, 
I yeah. know everybody in this town. I know everybody that owns the bars. I know everybody that owns the fucking streets. And and you think that your union trying to shut me down will go fucking fuck yourself. And I, I kind of wish that they would do that just to see how it wound up. Be fun. Fuck it, I'll play CKY. I want to play uh, Dressed in Decay. I love that song. Ready, Ram, she was 28 faction. I'm going back to Philadelphia. Fuck everybody and F Los Angeles. Week for more. You can leave now. It's Radio Bear. Radio Bear every Monday.
Radio Bam every Monday, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific. Email me now at Radio Bam. Why don't you uh, take a picture of your sweet white ass and send it on over to Radio Bam at Sirius-Radio.com. Call Radio Bam at 877-PORNBAG. That's 877-PORNBAG. Sweet dreams, Peapod. Bye, everybody. See you next week. On Sirius 28 Faction. Later. What? What? what?